2: Good morning, I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We'd like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on Station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, in parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 95 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lopalm on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor William M. Hans, in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes, and should you need prayer or something to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating Independence Day. The church choir, under the direction of Emilia Hahn, will sing the spirited and uplifting song titled, We Are More Than Conquerors. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Jesus is our wonderful Lord and Savior. He has conquered death hell and the grave and rings victors on his throne on high he is there to fight the battles for god gives the victory please follow along and sing with the choir as you see the words on your screen The church band, under the direction of George Trula, will play the song entitled, Onward Christian Soldiers and Forward March. Yes, TV viewers, we should forget the things we have done in the past and move on forward and forward to victory. Our Lord is a great burden bearer and able to make all the crooked paths straight straight. As we press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus, there is only victory ahead. Our is for today is Tracy Asano, who will give the Lord all the praises and glory singing the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow. Doing her background music will be Trustee Associate Pastor James Brode Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, Associate Pastor Marvin Bing on the bass, and yours truly on the piano. We come together to gather in His name. We fix our eyes on the Lord and magnify and exalt His name. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty, who is the Alpha and Omega the soon-coming Bridegroom and our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ.
3: Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely And long for heaven and home When Jesus is my portion My constant friend is He His eye is on the sparrow And I know he watches me His eye is on the sparrow And I know Watches me. Let not your heart be troubled. His tender word I hear, and resting on his goodness, I lose my doubts. And fears, though by the path he leadeth, but one step I may see his eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eyes on the sparrow And I know he watches me I sing because I'm happy I sing because I'm free Barrow, and I know he watches me. Whenever I am tempted, whenever clouds arise, when songs give place to sighs. Within me dies I draw the closer to him From care he sets me free His eye is on the sparrow And I know he watches me, his eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me, I sing because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free, And I know, for I know, yes, I know He watches me.
2: The choir will now perform their final number entitled, Truth is Marching On with Battle Hymn of the Republic. We praise and thank the Lord for the gospel of the kingdom of God, that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. He is our mighty God, worthy to be praised. Please follow along and sing with the choir as you see the words on your screen. they have the church orchestra play the toe-tapping song loyalty to christ as we come to the lord in faith believing we know that all things are possible for those who ask there is no problem too hard that he cannot solve there is no mountain too tall that he cannot move there is no storm too dark that he cannot calm, and there is no sorrow too deep that he cannot solve as we show our loyalty to christ our lord will carry us through life's ups and downs and turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories. Associate Pastor Marvin and Sherilyn Bing will now sing the uplifting song, It's Not an Easy Road. They will be ably accompanied by Christian on the piano. The words of this song are uplifting and most befitting for the times we are now living in. No, it's not an easy road, but Jesus walks with me and brightens my journey and lightens every heavy load. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to my youngest brother, Mr. Mark Anthony Hahn. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life in your walk with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful and blessed Sunday.
0: and brightens my journey and lightens every heavenly
4: Hi, and praise a lot, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Malvin Honda. And I would like to repeat the television time stations and locations in the continental United States who are viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 2.38 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ovden, Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in the home state Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m., and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m., except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held at Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches, as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Elverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Hawaii; by Pastor Hannibal Esper in Balogopi, Kauai, and by Pastor Vesper Esper in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, If you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank
2: you, Melvin. A practicing Christian pays careful attention to those gospel details, which are necessary in his daily life if it expects to be part of the rapture when Jesus returns in cause of glory for His very own. I am certain, television viewers, that if you are like me, you do not want to be left behind. You do not want to be counted among the multitudes who failed to acquire their salvation through the simple act of water baptism in the name of Jesus. Therefore, it would be a great gain spiritually if you took this time to partake in the reading of God's Word during the presentation of my sermon, which I have entitled, Liberation. July 4th is a holiday. For different people, it means different things. A day off from work, a day to travel, a day to stay home, or a day to relax. However, there's more to this day than just the good times. There's a recollection of what July 4th is really all about. July 4th commemorates the most important event in the history of our country. For on this day, 244 years ago, a new kind of government was created. A government of the people, by the people, and for the people. That was the day when 56 God-fearing men from 13 colonies separated by an ocean from their native land risked their reputation their fortunes, the future to sign a document which became the foundation of a great nation. Yet it was on July 4th, 1776, when these 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence, which severed forever their subjection and allegiance to England. On the day a new nation emerged and was born. On Independence Day, the American people celebrate the great gift of freedom they received as a nation. Even so, in one of the most popular songs of the age, the lament, I want to be free, is repeated over and over again. If only I were free of the burden of worry and grief, if only I were free of that or that responsibility, if only I were free of the judgment of my work, if only I were free not to have to answer to anyone if only I were free to do as I please. Well, Jesus has the answer to all those problems and anxieties. He tells us in Matthew six thirty-one to 33, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Cast all your cares upon Jesus, for he careth for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you in time of need, for his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion endureth throughout all generations. We read Matthew 1, to 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This gracious invitation of our Lord, reach out beyond Israel to the needy and sin burden of every nationality, creed, and color, for God is no respecter of persons. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Yes, as the song goes thusly, land where our fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountain side, let freedom ring. Do you realize Jesus can give you that freedom that no man can give? While Jesus was talking to believers and unbelievers, he said, If ye continue in my work, then are ye my disciples indeed. Reading John 8:32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Only the Son of God can make you free from your sins and trespasses. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is only one road to heaven, and Jesus is that one way. Many follow their own ways, but Solomon tells us in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Countless maintain, you go your way, and I'll go mine. Many false religions, cults, and so forth that do not keep in accord with the word of God are ways, for example, which may seem right, but which lead to death. Those who take part in such religions may seem joyful, happy, and peaceful, but deep down in their hearts, they are troubled. Only the Lord Jesus can give that deep, settled peace which the world cannot give. Listen to 2 Corinthians three seventeen. Now the Lord is that spirit, And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Again, we read in Galatians 5, 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Why go back to the tradition of men, the rudiments of the world, and mere human teaching, not in agreement with the Word of God? For us, true again Christians, the Scriptures should inspire a deep sense of gratitude, The Word of God tells us not only how to comfort the things that oppress us and how to deal with the heavy burdens and responsibilities that enclose us, but also they tell us what we are freeing ourselves for. And that, my friends, are the very themes of the Scriptures to tell us why we have been created, to tell us what our human life is ultimately for. In the process of telling us what the human life is for, the Bible makes it clear that there is one very essential and vital ingredient, that one essential ingredient is obedience. Reading 1 Samuel 15, to 23, and Samuel said, hath the Lord as a great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou has rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. May I make a quick reference to King Saul. Saul disobeyed God, but pretended that he had obeyed. He seemingly destroyed all that was of no use, but spared for himself the best of the sheep and oxen. Samuel, the Lord's messenger, heard them. Similarly, there are sometimes bleeding sheep and lowing oxen in the Christians' lives. We put aside all that we do not want, but spare or hold on to the worldly things that we like best or seemly can do without. Obedience includes adhering to the following. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not worship the false idols of this world. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Yet the phrase being human. Thou shalt not ignite the spirit of rebellion in our hearts. However, we must acquire genuine life for God, genuine love for God's law. When we have the joy which results from being obedient to God, the power of the Holy Spirit is released and begins to lift the burden of aimlessness out of our lives. Jesus began his public ministry by proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom of God. In the streets of Galilee, we read in Mark 1, 14 and 15, now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. This is the time of fulfillment. He said, you must repent and reform your lives and believe the gospel. Jesus was telling the people that in order to have the burden of aimlessness lifted from their shoulders, they needed to change. They required whole new attitudes and approaches to life. Life can be satisfying now. You can enjoy the genuine fulfillment only by accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. The gospel of the kingdom of God, the self-same gospel which was preached by Jesus almost 2,000 years ago, has indeed and still is being preached in power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. What is the gospel? The gospel means good news. Jesus saves. Jesus heals soul and body. Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Yes, he is coming sooner than you think. What are you doing to prepare yourselves to meet him when he comes back in clouds of glory? Nearly 2,000 years ago, an elderly man named Nicodemus came to Jesus by night with his light. He realized that what he had was not good enough to enter the kingdom of God. This man who was a secret believer left his light of the world. Nicodemus acknowledged all the miracles he had witnessed in which the blind saw, the deaf heard, the leper cleansed, and the dead raised and returned to life. Nicodemus spoke to Jesus and said, as we find written in John 3:2, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. Jesus came to this world to seek and to save that which was lost. Thus he instructed Nicodemus as is recorded in John 3:5, verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Reading on in the 7th verse, marvel not that I said unto thee He must be born again. His second birth is a spiritual one and was initiated by God himself and therefore is required of all who seek to enter his kingdom. Without it, one remains outside of the family of God. To be born of water is to be baptized by immersion in water and in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To be born of the Spirit is to speak in unknown tongue, as our 120 did on the Day of Pentecost. It is the Spirit which gives utterance, not man. There is only one Savior for this lost and dying world, and I refer to Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Remember, in redemption, there is only one saving name, the name Jesus. Baptism is essential to salvation, as you read Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Baptism symbolizes the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now let us return to our message. In America today, there are multitudes who not experience true liberty, for they are bond slaves of their corrupt ways and their sins, as you read in Proverbs 14, 34. Righteousness exalted a nation, but sins is a reproach to any people. The song, America the Beautiful, depicts well a lovely country blessed with spacious skies and amber waves of grain. But in these days, is America still really beautiful? As much as we love America, we must admit that sin of every type abounds today. Read in Isaiah 1, 5 to 6. Why should he be stricken anymore? He will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even unto the head, there is no soundness in it. But wounds and bruises and purifying sores, they have not been closed, neither bound up nor mollified with ointment. In other words, sick in the head, sick in the mouth, and sick in the heart. All across our country, from sea to shining sea, the pilgrim's children have erected altars to cults, mysticism, asceticism, and all kinds of false religions. Many today are worshipping the goddess of licentiousness, that is, worshipping sex symbols and engaging in immorality of every kind. Just as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. And because of immorality, there are all kinds of diseases, the most serious AIDS. There is no question we live in a permissive world, but as saints of God, we must make certain we do not become a part of that degenerate world. We are in the world, but not of the world, as the song goes. This world, this world is not my home. Listen to First John 2, 15 to 16. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is all of the world. These verses mean we must not give first place in all affections and interests to anything that visibly belongs only to the world system or to present worldly amusements and habits which do not glorify God. God loved the world and mankind and sacrificed His Son for them. Thus, we may love the world in that way too and willingly give even our lives, if need be, in order to lead others to the Lord Jesus Christ. The land of spacious skies and amber waves of grains will someday become a reality when Jesus comes back in clouds of glory for His own. His own will include all who have been water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, and walking in the light. Then each of them will have the following, a real declaration of independence. Freedom from the influence, control, determination of another or others. That is, they will enjoy freedom of speech and press. Today, I can preach on any subject without fear of being incarcerated. An editor of a newspaper can include whatever he wishes to an editorial. Also, without fear of incarceration. We have religious freedom. Whatever our belief, no one can close down the church because it does not coincide with others. The First Amendment to the United States Constitution states as follows: Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, or the right of the peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Such a prohibition would also violate Article 1, Section 4 of the Hawaii State Constitution. Provision also designates separation of church and state. We have no church state in Hawaii or America. All who worship God worship according to the dictates of their own consciences. We are not required to support a church and religion in which we do not believe in. Another word that is very important to us is liberated. We have been set free, released from the slavery of sin, imprisonment, captivity, or any form of control. God has called us to liberty. It is Satan's business to enslave. It is Jesus who liberates and sets free. A saint of God must stand for liberty and fight the good fight of faith as the apostle Paul did. America needs God today. We have tried everything else. We have pursued pleasures of every kind. We have sought knowledge and even placed man on the moon. We are number one in the matter of inventions and science. We have become the richest country in the world. But it is only as America turns to God that she will find satisfaction and security. America needs to repent of her sins and turn back to God. We have gone off the gold standard, but that is not our problem. Our trouble is that many of us have gone off God's standard We are pushing for a great program of defense, with nuclear armaments being the number one priority. But the greatest defense requiring our undivided attention is that of spiritual preparation. We read in 2 Chronicles 7 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Four steps, as mentioned, are just necessary for the Lord's blessing upon His people. Humility, prayer, devotion, and repentance. In the following history of Israel and Judah, God did bless the people when they sought Him, but turned from their wicked ways. Finally, they became so involved in sin and idolatry that God sent judgment rather than blessing. America needs God in its government, in her homes, in her businesses, in her schools, and in her churches. Yes, America needs God. But God needs America, too, and Hawaii is part of America. Each of us should say before God, thank you, God, for allowing me to be born and to live in the greatest, grandest, and freest land the world has ever known. Yes, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Read what Paul tells us in First Timothy 2, 1, 2, 3. I exalt therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. This means we should pray for President Trump and all those who have in authority. We pray that he will be guided by the Holy Spirit, as King David said in his last words to the Israelites. Listen to 2 Samuel 23, 2-3. The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spake to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. We know the returns and responsibilities of the president are overwhelming and at home and abroad. We pray that God will protect him from all evil harm and danger, and that the decision he makes will be uncompromising and courageous, that he will continue to do what is morally right. We further pray he will stay in the center of God's will and will be granted a good heart, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that he will be able to discern between right and wrong. We pray that God will guide the president in the handling of the affairs of the state so that the world will marvel and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. Let us not only pray, the president, I pray for the vice president, and for all the members of the cabinet. Bless them as they lead America to victory, which in turn will lead to peace, justice, and prosperity. We pray humbly and with deep sincerity in the name of Jesus Christ who died for us, that we might have the promise of eternal life. For the past, 79 years, our prayer band has been praying for the president and for all of those in authority, not only in America, but here in Hawaii as well. Reading Romans 13:1, let every soul be subject unto the highest powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. The apostle Paul points out the orderly government is part of God's provision, even in a wicked world. No ruler exercises control except as God permits that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and give it to whomsoever he will and set it up over it over the ablest of men. Under normal circumstances, the Christian is to be obedient to the law of the land. This does not mean he is to obey regulations that are immoral or anti-Christian. In such case, it is his duty to obey God rather than men. As Peter replied when he was asked by the religious leaders to stop preaching in the name of Jesus. Read Acts 5, verse 29. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. So we lifted voices and a wonderful feeling in our hearts. Let us sing and pray. God bless America, land that we love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above, from the mountains to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. Now, if you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Jr., expressing sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. We conclude our Independence Day telecast with an inspiring and spirited number played by the church band, entitled, Everlasting Life is Free.
0: program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.